You're listening to Fandoms. I'm your host, Brody Otway. Join me as I interview a guest about anything from Yu-Gi-Oh! to Chocobos. Today on the show, we'll be talking to returning guest Cody from the JRPG episode. Welcome to the show, Cody. Yeah, thanks for having me back. Uh, you know, I <laughs> I talked a lot about Final Fantasy in uh, in the JRPG one, so I was like, you know what? Let's just do one just on Final Fantasy. <laughs> Why not? So, uh, yeah. What exactly is Final Fantasy for somebody who has no idea? It's, it's a long-running game series. I think the original one was like the 80s, like late 80s. It's honestly in the top 10 like media franchises of all time. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it's in the top 10. First one is Pokemon, by the way. Final Fantasy popularized uh, the JRPG genre in, in the West. The, there was a lot of uh, games before Final Fantasy. It really broke through in the West with Final Fantasy. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> agree there. It, it was everybody I knew growing up. Whenever somebody referenced rpgs it was usually final fantasy 1 final fantasy 7 those were like the two iconic things that people usually talked about in my circles i was the odd kid who was like oh what about dragon warrior and people were like what the fuck is that yeah yeah, oh. dra- uh, yeah I'm, I'm not so versed in dragon warrior like i know more about final fantasy he knows more about uh, sorry dragon quest yeah they call it dragon quest yeah, yeah. he knows more about dragon quest i want to get into more dragon quest but they need to like remaster or something like have like a collection like final fantasy just did like the the pixel remasters from one to six that you can play on like modern consoles and i wish they'd do that with dragon quest that would I don't, be awesome i don't i don't know why they, they don't let's just square like there's just money on the table man like just <laughs> so what do you think your favorite final fantasy game is on the last thing i said seven but you know what this time i'm just i'm gonna i'm gonna go with nine i'm gonna change my mind i can change my mind okay it's a, it wasn't set in stone i'm gonna go with nine what is it about nine that stands out from the other games nine is like a return to form it's like a classic the characters are a little bit more like chibi if you know what if you know what chibi is it's not quite chibi because like seven and eight they tried to make the characters especially eight they tried to make characters more realistic, and nine, they're a little bit more cartoony. Speaking of eight, what do you think about the Squall is Dead theory? Oh, God. The original uh, writer of the game, he just basically said, yeah, like, the, the, he disproved it. But, like, there's a, a very interesting hypothesis about, like, yeah, maybe the whole game was just, like, this weird fever dream thing. Because, like, when you get to that point of the game, I think I'm pretty sure that's the end of disc one. Yeah. It just, it goes so, like, just off the rails. Like, it all, it does honestly feel like a fever dream. Like, the first disc feels a little bit more structured. You're, there's a seed, you're trying to take out the sorceress and stuff. And then when Squall dies, he doesn't actually die. But, like, things just start, start taking a weird turn. It's it's inter- uh, Final Fantasy VIII is a really interesting story. Do you have a favorite protagonist in Final Fantasy? I'm going to have to say Zack Fair from uh, the compilation of Final Fantasy VII. Uh, he's from Crisis Core, but he's in yeah. the compilation of Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, I, th- I think Zack Fair is a great character. Yeah, he's my favorite in the whole series. He's what hooked me in Hook and got me in, to yeah. actually go play yeah. the original Final like, Cloud, Fantasy. Cloud is great and all, but like, I don't know. 
know, like, because, like, I, I don't, spoiler for almost 30-year-old game, Cloud's memories are kind of like Zack's because he got Mako poisoning. He thinks that he's a thing about what Cloud never actually made it into Soldier. His yeah. whole thing is he tried to get into so, the Soldier program, but he never made it. He was only an infantryman. And, like, especially with the Nibelheim flashbacks, like, he thinks that he was there with, Se- he was there with Sephiroth, but he was, he thinks that he was, he was Zack. Yeah. Like, it's really interesting. Everyone, I, I don't know everyone knows but like they're remaking final fantasy 7 right they had the part one which was just midgar for some reason i don't, I don't know i i guess there's going to be three parts to it anyway so the second part is going to have the nibelheim flashback and i'm curious if they're going to keep it the same or change things about it i'm interested in to see what uh, direction they're going to go with it even in the first remake it was like pretty like the first few hours like pretty like spot on to how the original played out but they kind of changed a few things it kind of has its own like continuity kind of thing like the whole like whispers and stuff like that's like a whole different topic i just downloaded final fantasy 7 remake and then before i started it i decided to go back and start final fantasy 7 and play through it because i never finished the game as a kid oh yeah so yeah i'm currently playing final fantasy 7 right now and having a lot of fun with it i'm at the um i just did the cross-dressing part where you uh, the cross-dressing to, uh, part yeah, yeah I, I love the cross-dressing part they they in the remake they kind of like uh expanded it a bit because you can get the different outfits for tifa and Aerith and stuff and you got to do like a little bit of like side quests and stuff and i mean the side quests are the side quests have been kind of i don't know they, they've been going downhill they're not they're not as interesting as they were in like the old ps1 they're kind of like feel like fetch quest kind of especially 15 15 was littered with just like go and kill this thing and go in this area and go find this item and stuff it's just like there's a lot more interesting stuff going on before so which games in the series would you say get the most flack from fans as a whole do you think they deserve the so criticism off the get? top of my head we just talked about 8 8 and 13 i think they're just hated amongst the community i don't think they're that bad they're not my favorites they're not i like but i 8 was really interesting like the junk system was like a little bit of experimentation the interesting thing about final fantasy is that it, uh, they iterate upon themselves they're not like you don't have to play like final fantasy one you don't have to play final fantasy 16 right like, they're their own different standalone standalone stories and stuff but even just not just the story but just like the battle mechanics and just like the characters and everything right eight like they're they're not some some of the games i feel like a little bit more experimental compared to others some of them are just kind of like very like 10 and but eight had the junction system where you would you would you would junction magic spells to to your stats to increase your stats and then you also had the the gf guardian force as they as they called it the gfs or whatever which are the like the classic the the classic summons you would like level up the gfs and they would get like different abilities and stuff and like a really interesting system but the thing about the junction system and whatnot is that it's really easy if you know what you're doing you can really break the game you can just get absolutely so strong on disc one you get almost all the best weapons on disc one and just like once you have all the best weapons, you have access to the higher tier limit breaks. You can just steamroll the game. Uh, that's kind of fun <laughs> having that option for people it, who love the power fantasy. Yeah, exactly. it, it is really fun. But like if you want like a balanced like game kind of thing, like eight is not. Is uh, eight, eight also had this weird level scaling where it's like so the way it worked, it's like it's almost not worth leveling up your character. Yeah, you get a little bit of stats, but you'll get more stats from just junctioning better magic onto your character than just like leveling 
leveling up because as you level up kind of like elder scrolls games works this way where like you level up and like the enemies will keep getting stronger and stronger right it's better to do like low level runs in final fantasy 8 where you just oh, i didn't know about the enemy scaling the enemy, that's yeah, interesting the enemy scaling yeah, yeah so what about 13 why do people tend to give that game a lot of flack yeah, and do you think it deserves it all yeah so it's it's memed as like the hallway simulator uh and it is very linear it is very like point a to b like run down a hallway you do a couple fights you like watch cutscenes. it has a lot of cutscenes. but i think the battle mechanics are really the paradigm system is really interesting there's a lot of different so there's six different roles or, or I, th I think they're called roles or whatever um in 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 13 and like you you have you have uh i'm trying to i'm trying to think off the top of my head i'm trying to there's ravager there's saboteur there's medic sentinel and commando Am I missing one? Synergist? Synergist. Yeah, I, okay, that's all six of them. You have three characters in your party at a time. What you can have, like, I can't even remember how many slots it is, whatever, but you have a combination of three different roles, right? But you can have, like, multiple roles. So you can have, like, if you want one paradigm to just be all commandos, you can have that. You can have them to be all ravagers and stuff like that. Also, it didn't, it did the stagger system, which I think is pretty interesting. I actually really like the stagger system. They kind of have it in Final Fantasy VII Remake a little bit. It doesn't quite work the same. But basically what to do in, in boss battles, to do any significant damage to them, you have to build up your stagger meter. The stagger meter, it's constantly, like going down like it's, it's very like it, like in the other uh, podcast i said like they're kind of making it a little bit more action that's kind of how they add a like level of urgency right because like in the old final fantasy games there was the atb system and stuff like that but like there wasn't a huge level of urgency kind of thing like let's just say like the first three the first three were just basically just straight turn-based so mm -hmm. the way turn-based works is just like you attack i attack there's not really a lot of urgency you have you have plenty of time to, to look, go through the menus and pick your attack or whatever yeah whatever it felt like most just... rpgs at the time where it was just dragon quest with a different skin or yeah. whatever and, with and a different dragon skin. quest does that does that fine yes. like i i, I like i like uh, i like dragon i like dragon quest but uh yeah 13 had this level of urgency with like so you'd build up you'd build up the i think it was called the chain gauge i'm not too sure i, I can't remember i mean i'm getting it mixed up you build up this meter and it's constantly building up and building up building up but as time is going by the, the meter is slowly dwindling think of it as like i don't know if you've played hearthstone but it's like it it's like uh the timer right so little, that, that little like burning rope like when you do your turn it's kind of like yeah kind of like that right and if it runs out then he's not staggered anymore but if you build that up to a certain point he gets staggered and when they're staggered they they, they just basically like fall down or whatever and they just take extra damage it's how you get the damage and an interesting thing about 13 is that the damage numbers go into like the millions right so the older games there there was always like max damage caps there is a max damage cap in a 13 but the older games was like 9999 yeah. Was, the, was the damage cap Felt i think so satisfying when yeah you'd hit for that. for 10 yeah for for i think 10 10 did have extra damage cap but like the base damage cap was 9999 13 there really isn't i think the damage cap for uh, 13 is 999,000. so basically almost a million right like so the the health numbers are like huge and like it's pretty crazy in that regard so side games have you played crystal chronicles yeah i think i i played it back then but like the one thing about crystal like I, I i think they did a remaster of it and i think it's a lot better now but before you had to have like fucking 
Like, so it was only on the GameCube. Yep. And you needed, like, these adapters and Game Boy Advances to play. And it was just, like, it was just such a daunting, like, you know what I mean? Having, like, four Game Boy Advances, having these four cables or whatever. And, like, just, it's interesting. If you get all four people playing at once, like, I bet you it was a fun time. Like, I'm pretty sure the way it works is, like, someone holds the chalice or whatever. And then there's, like, you, it's like a mist or something. Don't remember it hugely. I remember renting it from the store and having to go sleep over at my buddy so that we could actually play it Sweet. because I needed a second person to play on the Game Boy. Yeah, like I yeah, I heard it's pretty difficult to just play on your own because I think it's just AI party members and they're just like, you know, like they'll have the chalice or whatever and they'll go run into the mist and just it's definitely a more cooperative experience. Uh, Quizzer Chronicles is not something I uh too familiar with. What about Final Fantasy Tactics? Oh, Tactics. Okay, now Tactics in, in my opinion is one of the best spin-off uh, Final Fantasy games ever. Like just just bar none. Agreed. Love the characters and the, the story. Characters, and... The story just uh, absolutely like it, it got into like really like political drama. Uh, fantastic. Like well written characters. Like more more like mature storyline. Even Final Fantasy Tactics had like even the storyline was more mature than like than, than a lot of like the the mainline Final Fantasy. Not that the mainline Final Fantasy game uh, don't have mature storylines, but like yeah, it got into like really like it felt almost Shakespearean. Kind of, to yes, me. yes. And I was kinda, a yeah, Shakespeare that's... nerd in high school when I discovered it on my PSP. <clears throat> and like the character of Delita, I, that's his yeah, name, Delita, right? yeah, yes. Delita, yeah, Delita, um, yeah. I was so into him specifically because mm-hmm, yeah. it felt like he felt like Final Fantasy's Macbeth to kind me. of yeah yeah honestly yeah kind of right and like Rams and stuff like that and like just like the you know what I mean I, I think what happens is that there's like a split there's like a divide between them right between Rams and Delita they're on like different sides and stuff yes. and like the whole like corrupt church and every JRPG has a stupid corrupt church thing but <laughs> yeah so what other Final Fantasy spinoffs are there there's like tons of mobile games I mean, I, I'm not super familiar with the, with all the mobile games and stuff. I'm trying to think of uh, spinoffs off the top of my head. There's like like chocobo racing and stuff like that. There's like there's like there's tons of like side like chocobo games or whatever. Where it's like it's like it's like chocobo like dungeons or whatever and like chocobo racing and like fucking. Have count. you played the Tactics Advanced one? The Game I, Boy. I one? have played Tactics Advanced. I I was I when I first played them, I was a little like disappointed because I thought it'd be play more like original tactics it doesn't honestly retroactively like kind of looking back on it it's interesting how it was its own thing it's like kids and it's kind of like a story yeah they kind of go into fantasy world kind of like isekai almost yeah it's yeah it's interesting and like the judge system and stuff like that and like it's really yeah it's definitely its own thing it's it's kind of separate from just original tactics i had a friend who was really into it and he lent me it but i just couldn't get into it having played the original yeah the original tactics yeah it doesn't yeah it, it i mean they're both they're both like strategy rpg they're both like grid based but like the the whole like tone and everything is just completely different between the two like it's not not that they're bad games i think they're pretty good agreed so moving back to characters who are a few of your favorite characters in the series honestly it's i'm gonna have to say both here from 12 like 12 is in no way um my favorite final fantasy but i just really enjoyed both here he's like i'm the main character it's like i don't understand why they had vaughn as the main character because he's so bland and his whole character is like i want to be a sky pirate and he's just like this young twink boy when you have like both year and both years very like dashing kind of rogue type of character and he's like i'm the like he refers to himself i'm the i'm the main character or whatever i'm the 
but anyway, yeah, I really like Voltier. Kind of that suave kind of like he's got he's got Fran with him and stuff. Like yeah, Voltier is really cool. Like he uses guns. I mean, any character can use any weapon. It's just that's the way the system works. But like his best weapons is probably just using guns and stuff. And he is a sky pirate himself, right? Like he's like kind of like Vaughn kind of like looks up to him uh, to be a, a sky pirate. Like it's yeah. Interesting. What yeah. other standout characters are there? I uh, like Vivi from Final Fan from Final Fantasy Nine. Like just so Vivi's character is he's a black mage. You find like when you when you start the game, like he kind of feels like isolated. He's like, am I the only black mage? And then he finds he finds that there's more black mages. Like, oh, there's more of me. But then he finds out the origin of black mages. Um, I'm trying to think other characters. Do you have a favorite girl from the series? <laughs> the girl from the series. Uh, I I don't know, like Aerith probably. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to say Aerith. Get Aerith is yeah. Tifa's great and everything, but I'm I de- I'm definitely Aerith over Tifa for sure. I just I think how it's... heartbroken were you? Oh, in that dude! Scene? Oh, that was oh, yeah, definitely that definitely had a tear coming down my eye. That was, <laughs> that was absolutely brutal. And like just they're doing the Z7 remake. People are saying like maybe she won't die. Like we don't know because they're like kind of changing the continuity of the story. But like I don't know that scene where she just it comes down. That's just iconic. That's just like one of the most iconic scene death scenes in video game history in my opinion. Like, agreed definitely agreed even knowing it was coming the first time i was still like still okay. right like it just like, it hits you and like yeah. you you do the genova fight it well one of the the parts of genova right like and it, it's still playing the playing the theme in the background like it's not like the regular battle like the boss theme oh my god man just hits you in the field and then he just he laser like cloud laser out into the water and she goes and like uh essentially gets so like absorbed into the life stream kind of thing the whole so the whole like mythology of uh final fantasy 7 is that uh when people die they go into the life stream and the life stream is like the essence of the planet but the the shinra company is taking that life stream and using it to make uh, electricity so the whole thing about midgar is that it's this huge like hyper industrial city that's using mako and it's like their technology is like super advanced and stuff like that but the problem is is that the, the life stream is like is what's keeping the planet alive the planet is almost like alive and like you like i remember the one part when you go to the city of the ancients and stuff the song uh, you can hear the hear the cries of the planet like the so yeah, <laughs> Aerith is an ancient uh cetera uh, they're actually called cetera but is an ancient and it's like uh she is like a race of people that were like attuned to the planet so they so she can like speak kind of speak with the dead almost speak with the spirits within the life stream and like she can like talk to deceased loved ones and stuff like that okay. she can understand like uh the, the planet is dying like it's being drained of its life energy from the mako use what about the sequel movie to final fantasy 7 advent children how do you feel about that yeah it's it's pretty good it's like pretty like uh, like fan service but not fan service in a way of like like sexual or anything you think about fan service it's like talks about the different characters like like uh, spoiler alert for 20 year old movie or whatever Sephiroth comes back and stuff and Cloud has to fight him but like the different remnants and it goes on to the reunion and like the, the geostigma stuff like that's really interesting yeah I, I, I think it's I think it's overall a good movie have you played the game Dirge of Cerberus uh yeah I have played Dirge of, Dirge of Cerberus what did you think of it 
I thought it was interesting. It's like a shooter, like a weird third-person shooter that the, the shooting mechanics are not quite that great. Kind of clunky. But uh, it stars Vincent Valentine, which is a... I, I thought was kind of interesting because Vincent Valentine is a side character. So you could just go through like a regular playthrough of Final Fantasy VII. You could go through just not having... Not even seeing Vincent. Then all of a sudden they make him his own game. There's probably a, a few people that play Final Fantasy VII, especially back in the 90s and stuff like that, that didn't have access to the internet that had no idea how to get how to get vincent you want to explain to me how you get how to get vincent it's all this like fucking like you got to go in the shinra manner and you gotta like fucking do the stupid code and like it's just it's stuff that you'd never like really come across naturally on how to do it right it's something like you gotta you gotta like look up a guide like with yuffie it's a little bit different yuffie is kind of like a random chance that yuffie will show up in the forest or whatever you give her uh, I can't remember how it works. You give her items or something like that. She steals your materia. Your whole thing is like, she's a thief and she like steals your materia. It's like, oh, it's this one part where you like, you have to like find Yuffie and you don't have your materia. It's kind of annoying, but. What about the movie Spirits Within? Oh God, Spirits Within. Okay, so <laughs> Spirits Within was interesting. I thought it would be more fantasy based, but it's completely sci-fi, but it kind of has the sort of Final Fantasy, like, with the spirits, it's, it's interesting. I think they had some big-name actors play uh, the characters for Spirits Within, and the budget was just insane. The budget for that movie was just so insane. And, like, the reception and just, like, Square almost bankrupt by going by... Uh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. oh, yeah, it was bad. It was bad. That is so funny. What do you think your favorite thing about the Final Fantasy series as a whole is? What keeps you coming back? What keeps me coming back to Final Fantasy is just, like, it's always gonna be... I, I think for the most part, it's, like, I kind of like the different, like, there's always, like, little themes and stuff like that. Not, like, tropes. Like, there is tropes. There is, like, like reoccurring enemies and stuff like that. I don't know. I really... Sid. Sid, right? There's a Sid in every single one, right? Like, there's, like, even though they're, they're different standalone games, there's, like, these reoccurring elements. Like, almost all of them are gonna have different summons. Almost all of them are gonna have the summons and, like... They're gonna have chocobos, or they're gonna have moogles, they're gonna have cactars, they're airships and stuff like that. Like, I really like that iconography, I think. Play a Final Fantasy game, and, and it feels stupid to not have that. Because apparently 16, like, they didn't want to have, they weren't originally gonna have moogles, and, and, and someone was like, it can't be a Final Fantasy game without moogles. Like, come on now. So true. I, I love the Sid thing, the reoccurring character's name Sid. I do a thing in my D&D campaigns where I always have a reoccurring NPC. Reoccurring M NPC, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. And it's just like, there's certain things like items and stuff like that. There's like ribbon, like there's always ribbon and like, it's just great. I, I, lo I love that about, about Final Fantasy. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on and talking Final Fantasy, Cody. It's been a blast sitting down with you again. Yeah, man. I mean, I'd, I'd come on and do another one. Like, like, like I said, like if you want to do that OST thing, like that's a whole different, uh, it could be its own different podcast because I'm pretty passionate about not, not only do I love playing the games, I also love listening to the music. Awesome. Looking forward to it. If you'd like to be a guest yourself, submit questions, give us feedback, or just join us in chat. Come follow us on Discord. If you're a big fan of memes as I am, come join us on Facebook and share your best ones with me. If you want to help me pester some bigger YouTubers and podcasters to come onto the show, join me on Twitter, and we can turn that sweet, sweet pressure into some good old-fashioned peer pressure. <laughs>